Amazon gives you all the tools that you need to succeed. You know, they're going to tell you what their leadership principles are. They're going to tell you about the star process. Your recruiter, if they're a good recruiter, is going to call you beforehand and walk you through the process. There's no gotcha questions. There's no questions that are completely unrelated to uh, what you're interviewing for. Turn it into a conversation. Take a deep breath, yawn before your interview. That's proven to calm you down at work. Um, and, and just talk to another human being. It, it's not, you know, people tend to build up these uh, interviews like bigger than, than they are and they're not. Hi everyone, I'm Nick Dimitrov and uh, I'd like to welcome you to a brand new episode of the Amazon Bound podcast. It took us a while to get this new episode out, but here we are, finally it's out. And today I'm super excited because we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we're gonna have a bit of a different format today. We're not going to be talking to one of you who has just completed a successful interview round and been offered a role at Amazon. Today, we're gonna do something even more special. We're going to talk to an actual Amazon recruiter. Uh, Bryant is with us today. He is a former Amazon recruiter. And um, Bryant has run recruiting loops in the entirety of the process, from uh, screening candidates to going through the phone screen slash video screen through the on-site loop or on-site virtual loop these days, and all the way to the debrief with um, the team to decide on a higher or a no higher decision and communicating that to the candidate. So without further delay, I'm just so thrilled to welcome Brian to the program. Hi, Brian. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, my name is Bryant. Um, I uh, used to be a recruiting coordinator uh, in the uh, Amazon Alexa team. I worked for Amazon for about two and a half years. Uh, I got my foot in the door uh, with a job called a centralized flow lead, which was basically in charge of the outbound process at the fulfillment centers. Um, and about eight months in, I uh, switched over to recruiting, um, where I became a recruiting coordinator for um, the Alexa team. And uh, I did well over 500 interview loops. Wow. Um, yeah, from the uh, from the phone screen stage all the way to the debrief and hiring process. So I started off doing traditional loops, which was pick out a candidate. That candidate comes in. We set aside, um, you know, 45 minute time blocks for the for the five to six interviewers that are going to go uh, and interview that candidate. And then uh, towards the end of my tenure, I was actually running what we call blitzes, which is where we bring in eight candidates in one day and we just have the interview team just take the whole day off work and perform interviews and we we bring in food and uh we feed the interview team it's a good time and, um so i remember those vividly yes <laughs> yeah um those those are a lot of fun i think uh from the recruiting side and from the interview team side uh, you know the interview team gets to take off work they get fed for the day on company dime and um, you know, they just get to focus, uh, you know, if you're a rhythm type of person like I am, you know, you just get to set aside a day for I'm going to do recruiting today and then that's it. And then the rest of the week, you know, I'm, I'm going to focus on whatever it is my traditional job is. Um, so I really enjoyed that. After about two and a half years, I decided to go back to college and, uh, you know, pursue my passion in uh, design and art. And uh, so that's that's what I'm doing currently. 
Perfect. Thank you so much for this, uh, for this lovely overview. You're in a very special position to have a unique uh, insights and perspective on the entire Amazon interview slash hiring process. So what I would love to do in the next 30 minutes or so is take our listeners on a journey, if you will, from the very beginning to the very end of the process, just as you described it. And let's start at the very beginning and even before the very beginning, the, the prequel to the beginning, which is um, how should candidates prepare to get to the phone screen or the video screen? How would someone who wants to even apply to Amazon and they have, haven't even received an invite from a recruiter or a hiring manager, how would they be able to stand out and, um, and get that foot in the door and get that phone screen slash video screen scheduled? Should they focus on their resume? Should they focus on a referral? What, what are some uh, interesting steps that you can recommend, useful steps that you can recommend to interested candidates? So I would say it's a little of both. You have recruiters who are combing through resumes um, through both the internal Amazon system and then there's an external system that we use as well. So having a resume that is tailored towards the job you're applying to is, is that's that's job application 101. So you want to make sure that you have your resume that is tailored to the job you're applying to, right? comb through, make sure there's no information that's, that is not relevant to the job and make sure that everything uh, that you're putting on your resume is tailored to the job that you're applying to. And then if you have a referral, if you know somebody with, that's always, if you know somebody within Amazon, that's always going to help you. That's always going to be beneficial. I would say, you know, the way that uh, LinkedIn used to be, you could go and you could just search Amazon recruiter and LinkedIn, and you could connect with those people and kind of get the ball rolling that way. Um, LinkedIn is a little different now than it than it was when I was working at Amazon. I'm not sure that that's still um, a viable option uh, for LinkedIn, but you know that was uh, very beneficial for me when when I was applying. You know, headhunting agencies. That's that's how I got my job at Amazon. I um, I'm a veteran. And I was able to use a veteran head hunting agency uh, to develop a connection with a recruiter within, uh, within Amazon. Um, and that's how I got my interview. Yeah, I, I think that's so helpful to, uh, for people to hear it from the source like you, how, how important that, that personal connection is. Uh, I mean, I remember when I was at Amazon, as many as 50, 60% of roles that are open on a team, we would fill with uh, via referrals. And, uh, and it's incredibly important. And, and to your point, it's now it's, it's a bit challenging to maybe stand out from everybody else who might be hitting these Amazon recruiters, but I think it's in their best interest, right? If you, if you try to reach out to them or to a potential hiring manager and on LinkedIn or some other way, maybe it walk to them at a conference, at reInvent or whatever, um, you're actually doing them a favor because they have pretty significant hiring goals, correct? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the, the standard hiring goals are now, but I know that um, when I was there, recruiters, you know, were aiming to get about two and a half hires a month. Um, and so recruiters, they, they want you, right? The recruiter always wants to hire you. That's why the recruiter is not on the hiring loop, right? They will, they're going to say yes every single time, right? Because right? they've got their own goals to meet. Um, but if you, uh, you know, if you used to work for company X and then you know somebody who transferred to Amazon and then that person wants to refer you, you know, that, that's going to, 
that's going to give you a leg up on the competition. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. so such, a, such an interesting perspective, Brian. Thank you. So then the next step of the process is now you've, you've made that impression. Somebody's referred to you or your resume was a standout resume. You've been screened by a recruiter and you're invited to the phone screen slash video screen um, and the subsequent uh, on-site uh, interview loop or on-site virtual loop. And we're going to treat those as one continuum, I, I would think. The, the screen and the subsequent loop. So along those lines with your 500 uh, loop yeah. <laughs> rich experience, could you please share with, with our listeners some patterns or behaviors that, that you've seen help candidates stand out during their interview process with Amazon? Yeah, um, I think so. One of Amazon's leadership principles, and, and I'm sure that everybody listening is already uh, familiar with Amazon's leadership principles. Uh, one of Amazon's leadership principles is to learn and be curious. And I think that candidates who ask questions are always um, sort of at the top of the list of candidates who, who stand out. So, and, and by that, I mean, you know, there's always an opportunity at the end of an interview to, to ask the interviewer questions. Always have some questions um, to ask at the end of the interview. You know, one of my favorite questions to ask is, is, you know, how does your team or how does your company foster innovation, right? And so questions like that um, at the end of the interview are, are always not only welcome, but encouraged. And if you don't have any, I, I'd say that's, that's kind of a red flag. But in addition to that, clarifying questions. If a, you know, we interviewed a ton of uh, software development engineers uh, on the Alexa team. And, you know, some of the questions that our interviewing team ask are, are fairly complex and um, kind of dense, right? And so one of the things that we are looking for or with, that we were looking for um, is for the candidate to ask a clarifying question, you know, like, okay, by uh, what do you mean by this? Or um, do you mean this? And those sort of uh, learn and be curious or, or asking questions, those really stand out um, to the interview team. And having sat through, you know, s- several uh, debriefs, especially on the blue side, those, uh, especially for the bar raiser, you know, they're looking for uh, those things. In addition to your, you know, your your total knowledge on the job, right? You're, you're not going to be able to fake your way through an interview. You, you neither know your stuff or you don't, but um, if you're on the precipice, if you're on the edge, you know, those sort of clarifying questions, uh, the desire to be curious, um, the kind of digging a, a little deeper than uh, just surface level or just interview questions, those sort of things really stand out, um, especially within uh, the Amazon culture. This is great. It's so interesting to hear you say this because uh, the, a lot of people are potentially incorrectly perceiving that if they ask a question, they would come across as ignorant or ill-prepared. And it sounds like it's almost the, exactly the opposite, right? And it's not because those interviewers are trying to maybe hold back information and, and kind of gotcha in a way. It's frequently because, as you said, a lot of these topics are so dense and they're so new that maybe even the interviewer doesn't have all the perspectives and the right answers uh, available to them. And, and if you jump in a type of a, of, a, of a conversation with them, that would help you stand out because this is not a very cookie cutter approach that um, you're going to be hired to do. You're going to be, you're going to be employed to tackle some pretty 
serious challenges that most likely don't have a precedent and you're going to have to figure that that precedent out yeah and and um one thing that you you said there is that you know there the the gotcha question nobody at amazon is going to ask you a, a gotcha question nobody's trying to trick you you know there's no secret code like you know what are you a cat or a dog person or if you're a tree what kind of tree would you be nobody's going to ask you anything like that i would say that the overwhelming uh, majority of of the interviewers they they want to hire you they want you to join the team right so like yes we there's standards and like you have to you have to raise the bar right you have to uh, you have to bring something to amazon your knowledge base has to be better than 50% of of the uh, employees that are already there but nobody's trying to trick you nobody's trying to 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 ask you gotcha questions or or trap you or anything like that uh, you know, make sure that you have all of the information uh, before you proceed to answer the question. And also just maybe as you start answering your question and you find out that you're on the wrong path, just maybe change direction, right? As, as you find that additional data from the clarification questions you've asked, it, it's quite okay to change, right? It's not going to be, it's not going to be held against you. Yeah. And it's okay to ask at the end after you've, you've completed your answer, like, Hey, did, did, did I answer your question? And if they say no, then you can ask, okay, what, what did I miss? What do I need to hit on? And you can further clarify. Again, it's not going to be held against you. If anything, it, it, it's going to be held in your favor. Perfect. Perfect. Super, super insightful. Thank you. Um, then flipping the, uh, the, the next question I had for you, flipping the, the other side of the coin, what have you seen some of the worst prepared candidates? Uh, what are some of the mistakes that you've seen them commit that you would suggest our listeners actively stay away from? Um, so I think I was very fortunate in that I did not sit through a lot of di- or hardly any disastrous interviews. I, I can remember one um, interview during a blitz where the candidate was software development engineer and they just were not ready for the questions that our interviewers had, you know, they just, they were not that, they were not at that level in their career where, where they could answer the questions or they could program to the level Amazon required. And obviously I'm not, I'm not a software development engineer. And so all I can do is sit to the the debrief and listen. And, and one of the things that, um, that this candidate did in particular that really shut it down. You know, a lot of the times, if you have a candidate who comes in and they're not to the level that that Amazon needs, our interviewers will they'll flip a switch and they'll go and they'll say, "Okay, um, we'll just turn this into a learning experience." And they'll teach. They'll say, "Okay, like obviously, you know, this is not going the way that we expected. So here's how you do it." And they'll show you, right? And they'll go and they'll transition. But this candidate was a bit of a know-it-all and uh, and argumentative and Again, don't argue with your interviewer ever, um, even if you think you're right, um, even if you know you're right, and uh, just don't, don't argue, right? Because one of the things that you're doing, in addition to just showing your technical prowess, um, your ability to do the job, is, is you're interviewing as a human being and working with other human beings. You, you're not only interviewing to say, I can do this job, I have the technical prowess to do this job, you're interviewing to be around those people every day for the foreseeable future. Um, and if you're difficult, um, combative or argumentative, then uh, that's going to be an, an immediate uh, 
turn off for uh, everybody involved. It sounds so simple yet it's so foundational, right? And uh, and I really haven't heard it elsewhere until now. Where you saying it like, hey, just don't argue with the person. And uh, even if you know they're wrong, you just you just take it with with you know a graceful approach and say, hey, here's what I think. Maybe the right answer is your approach is different, and that's fine. And and also want to maybe draw upon something else you mentioned earlier in our conversation, which is the importance of the leadership principles. I think if people walk in there unprepared, uh, if they have not gone through the leadership principles, if they have not studied their, the, the star slash soar methodology of answering mm-hmm. questions, they're in for some rude awakening, right? That's, those are, those are also, I, I've seen it in my interviewing days at Amazon, those are some, some big sins that, that a lot of uh, unprepared people are committing. One of the things that I, I suggest, and, and, and again, this kind of goes back to like Amazon's not trying to trick you. Your recruiter, if you've gotten this far in the process, they're going to send you all of the information that you need to succeed before you ever get to the phone interview. They're going to say, here's our leadership principles study right. up on this. Here's the uh, situation, task, action, result method uh, that we like our interviews to answer questions and study up on those. All that material is going to be given to you. So really... Um, interviewers or interviewees have have no excuse for coming to the interview unprepared, right? All of the information is given to you and nobody's trying to trick you. They want to hire you. So they're giving you the tools to to succeed um, in the interview process. And and one of the things that I suggest um, to everybody who who does um, get to the interview process at Amazon is, is take five or six times where you really kicked ass at whatever job you're doing now, where you really succeeded, you went above and beyond and tie those five, six stories to leadership principles, because those stories, right? Like it can be hard to, you don't want to just directly tie the leadership principle into your story. Uh, This is a time I learned and I was curious. So you don't want to do that, but you want to have a story that connects to that. Right. You want to have a story that connects to disagree and commit can really drive home that you understand them and that you've done things that um, are tied to those principles. Super, super useful. The, the next, I think, maybe interesting uh, topic to, to, to cover is now in these days of, of pandemic and COVID and working remotely, Amazon constantly keeps, and not just Amazon, but all these big tech companies constantly keep revising their their work from home policies. Um, interview candidates have to deal not only with interviewing for tough positions, uh, but they have to do it online. What are some of, and, and who knows how soon that would change, and maybe even if it changes back to in-person interviews, I don't think it's going to be nearly as prevalent as it used to be. And I think that online interviewing component is, is going to be here to stay for a while, maybe ever. What are some of the, some of the advice that you would give interview candidates on how to prepare and conduct these online interview loops? Yeah. So I can say that, uh, this was not something that I had to deal with, um, when I was there, you know, COVID was, was not a thing, but you know, I've, Just like everybody else, I've lived through COVID uh, over the last uh, year and a half, and I've had to deal with this as well. Um, you know, I I applied for my current job remotely, and I I earned that job uh, through remote interviews. So it is something that uh, that I understand um, 
we're all we all have distractions working from home right you know i've got i've got a dog and kids uh running around and um so one of the things that that i think is paramount is just finding a distraction free quiet place where you can go nothing uh is going to be going around going on around you uh to kind of take away uh from the uh mental energy that you're giving to your interviewer um you know if you have to use a uh, fake background you know because you're hiding in the closet then do it i do not recommend doing your interviews in a public location don't don't go to starbucks um because right. you don't you can't control that environment right? right you've got noise uh all around you people walking around um all sorts of things uh, going on so find a quiet place um you know use the digital backgrounds to your advantage and um just make sure that you can uh be in a space where you can put all of your mental energy towards the interview now all these little distractions can throw your rhythm off completely right maybe the audio breaks that 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 can that can throw you off for a loop and and you need to be in this very intense environment for almost the entire day because you're going to have these multiple interviews. So I, I completely agree with you. And uh, if anything, uh, we have to that effect, we have had customers, a lot of customers on and off who would, they would just go out of their way and they would just rent a hotel room. It, it, and, and these kind of little things, as you pointed out earlier about the importance of the Amazon leadership principles and how people are looking for the manifestation in what you do of these leadership principles, these little things, they, they make an impression, right? So if an Amazon employee sees you interviewing from a hotel room and you say, hey, by the way, this is why I rented this for the day, da, 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 that's going to instantly raise the bar on things like dive deep and high standards, right? Because not very many other people do that. So, and the, the point I'm making is don't, don't go renting out hotel rooms because hotels are back again and being busy. Uh, use, use the, use the, the uh, tech background uh, behind you, as, as you said, but just make sure that you're very focused and present in the interview because it, it's going to come across if, you, if you're not. Yeah, I mean, act, act like you want the job, right? Like do whatever you feel is necessary uh, to put you in the best position to get the job. Uh, th that's really what it, what it boils down to for me. Um, when I did my phone interview uh, for my current job, you know, I wasn't on camera and I tend to answer and speak better when I'm standing and pacing because uh, I have ADHD and, and that's just who I am. So I was standing and pacing. I had my headphones in and, and I walked back and forth as I answered questions and, um, you know, use the situation to your advantage. You can do things in uh, this environment that you, that you can't do in a traditional interview. Um, and so it's, it's not all bad. Just use it in a way uh, that, uh, that is advantageous to you. You know, again, if you, need, if you have kids and you need to hide in the closet uh, because that's your only quiet place in the house, throw a digital background on there, get a light, hide in the closet um, and uh, do what you need to do. Great, great advice yeah. as always. So uh, yeah, I, I see we're bumping at the 30 minute mark of this conversation. Last question. Was there something that I should have asked you, but I didn't, or that you wanted to share that we didn't quite get to? I, I know that uh, from the outside looking in, it, it kind of feels like Amazon has this really weird and, and alien interview process. 
and uh, maybe I was just in it for so long, but I really don't feel like it, it's that different from a traditional interview. Um, Amazon gives you all the tools that you need to succeed. You know, they're going to tell you what their leadership principles are. They're going to tell you about the star process. Your recruiter, if they're a good recruiter, is going to call you beforehand and walk you through the process. There's no gotcha questions. There's no questions that are completely unrelated to uh, what you're interviewing for. Turn it into a conversation. Take a deep breath, yawn before your interview. That's proven to calm you down at work. Um, and and just talk to another human being. It, it's not, you know, people tend to build up these uh, interviews like bigger than than they are. And they're not. The team wants to hire you. The recruiter definitely wants to hire you. The hiring manager wants a person for their team, right? So like if you have the skills, don't let nervousness get in your way. Don't let the fact that it's a, a job interview get in the way. You know, turn it into a conversation. If you if you have the skills and you can speak to the skills, then uh, then do it. You know, I, I don't think that Amazon has, uh, I, I don't think it's really that different from any other interview. Amazon's going to give you all the tools that you need to succeed so succeed there everyone you heard it from from the, the the source himself how just be yourself relax amazon wants to hire you you have a bunch of friends and allies on the other side of the of that chime video call and yeah. do the best you can um brian thank you so much for taking the time to do this i i can't say thank you enough i'm sure everyone or a lot of the folks who are listening would would find your advice very useful, very soothing, very constructive at the same time. So truly appreciate it. Thank you. If you're, if you want to work for Amazon, uh, I hope that this helps you. And, and even if it's in some minor way as, as you yawn before you walk into your interview, I hope that uh, you take something away from this. And, and uh, if anybody at Amazon's listening, hello, it's nice to, uh, it's nice to see you again. <laughs> so Um, but yeah, from, uh, for all the way from, uh, Alexandria, Virginia. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much to Bryant again. Um, everyone else, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as always, please give us your feedback, send us emails, rate this, uh, podcast, subscribe to this podcast wherever it is you use to listen to podcasts and subscribe to podcasts and um, stay safe. Good luck with the Amazon interview. You got this. Best of luck. Bye.